coupled is the narrative. And mm. so if you control the narrative and the counter narrative, you own everything. Oh, you know, there, who said it? Um, oh, God. Maybe it was like, uh, I don't remember. They huh. said the easiest way to control your opposition is to be it. Vladimir Lenin. Yeah, I was thinking Lenin, the same that's quote, who it was. dude. Lenin. Same quote. Yeah, yeah, that's brilliant. You know, my man, I've been looking into some some of the uh, some of the socialist and and the communist uh, guys, some of the main guys. You know, because we've heard a lot of stuff over the years, but I've never really looked into what what did they actually say in their books. And I have to say, man, those guys were pretty brilliant. I don't agree, of course, with their you know the way they wanted to govern. But they were not stupid at all. No, no. And I think you can learn more of their ideas because they were smart. Yeah. And we can learn more from our enemies than, you know, our friends a lot of times. So I think it's it adds some value to see what they thought and and their strategies and stuff like that. Look at dude. Mal made a grievance wall to get everybody that had a problem with him to come write something on the wall. And then he tracked those people and <laughs> murdered them. Like, I'm gonna take some notes. This is genius. Brilliant. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. brilliant. Hey, you know what? You know what? Come on. Just hey, you know what? I understand. You're mad. You're mad and you want to get it off your chest. I'm gonna supply you with this wall. Just write your grievance and your name and address, and we'll make sure we take care of that. <laughs> That's pretty brilliant, man. You gotta hand it to him. Hey, if you're dumb enough to go write that shit on the wall, you got what you got. Hey, but now we do it online. So, yeah. right. you yeah. know, yeah. wall like Facebook. <laughs> yeah, this uh, this stems kind of from a, a conversation we were having last time about uh, the um, uh, like the newsprint and how digital media is easier yeah. to change and, and get things off. And uh, man, like I. It, it, once again, I was just a, kind of a history nerd because wars were cool when I was younger. And uh, my fascination ended up in my 10 year media career where I worked in advertising and sales and journalism. And like just seeing like how journalism, that was what I wanted to do an episode on, but I didn't want to get like, ah, oh, this guy's an anti Semitic. But like if you go look at what Hitler did and how he made censorship, uh, like he, he like made censorship legal on february 6th i think it was like 33 or 36 he had certain times that he did that and when they say media it was way more than just uh, what we know as news shows it was the music that they were listening to in the thing it was the radio programming there was so many different avenues that were being used in controlled opposition so for for but everyone gets so sensitive now when you you make a comparison like are you comparing yourself to the jews and i'm like uh you just just giving you a history lesson but it's uh the the, the propaganda thing is, is a really scary point and to see how far we've come i don't even think people recognize it anymore no i don't it's think so it powerful ever... it's so powerful too man yeah if you can steal the, if you can steer the culture you own everything right so you know all you got to do is get a few culture icons and make them really big like you know all this bullshit that's going on today. Look at the famous people we have today. Yeah. Like, they're mm -hmm. ridiculous. They're like stupid little twins that have freaking like weird bleached Coolio hair. Damn island boys. They oh, are the best. God, dude. They like, are the best. Their music is the worst thing in the world. It's so <laughs> bad. Like there's bad music. And then those dudes are like way down here. Like it was awful uh, there i i oh. actually have a, a soft spot in my heart because I, I really do enjoy uh cringe humor number one my favorite type of humor yeah. and number two is like lack of self-awareness in people <laughs> you know I mean? like if people are just floating with zero self-awareness I, I get a little jolly off of that and uh those guys are in a different world i i really appreciate that they they for sure are they look like they're from another world like like what are these creatures but, like, I mean, all you have to do is look at the cultural icons. I mean, when, you know, we're complaining about certain things in society and nobody looks at the things that are guiding it, you know, nobody looks at, like, who's, like, what is it? It's not Rizza or not a Lizzo. 
But there's there. I mean, that's one of them. But people like Lizzo and Nikki, what's her face? With the, like, ugh, <laughs> these people are like guiding our society. Like, yeah. And it's, that's why I thought the whole thing with the vaccine with her was really kind of a joke. It's like it's like we're going to use one of the biggest female figures that, that that's been out there to actually make women hate who they are naturally. You know, this lady literally started off kind of the whole kickoff with ass implants, making your shit clap, showing your shit off in music. She really hit that shit off. Uh, someone who, you know, basically got women to degrade themselves and not think uh, think as much as they should, uh, uh, now all of a sudden is an icon for the right. You know, oh, she said something about the vax. It's like, yo, this is just a joke. They're using people that has actually fucked you up to now be a fucking savior. Just because they can, because it's funny, and because well, people realize what the fuck they're doing. When they keep doing this, or they keep breaking your brain like it it they do this stuff on purpose it's like a form of double speak when somebody you disagreed with suddenly agrees with you and you don't you don't see it it's kind of like holding two opposing you know ideas at the same time and believing both of them like it's like you don't like it it does this damage to the brain and like programs you and that's why they do it like these are all ways to hijack your brain away from you and get you to just be super easily controlled they don't need to put you know chips and bugs in your brain to control you like why would they go to that level when they don't need to when you have addiction you know what i'm saying addiction yeah. gets, gets you way further than that i can't live without my phone i panic and and ego right like ego is a big part of it you just you know like we're, I think I was talking to somebody about this the other day, you know, especially on the right, because like people are so desperate to have some celebrity agree with them or say something they like, you know, because most of the people on that side seem to be more left leaning. Like remember um, it was probably maybe 2018 and Roseanne Barr said that thing about that lady. Um, she was in the Obama administration, mm. Valerie Jarrett, maybe, or something yeah, like that. It's like Planet of the Monkey, Planet of the Apes, and <laughs> something else. Yeah, and I mean, the, her hair did. It was like a dead ringer, but yeah, you know, <laughs> all of a sudden, they, you know, everybody on the right like jumped on. It was like a, really praising Roseanne, like she was their best friend, and like she had just ran like two years before that for the Green Party, which is pretty much as far left as you can go away from you know conservatism or whatever. And I'm just like, man, you know, you can't just because somebody says a, a thing or two or even like Elon Musk, you know, he's saying some things I agree with now. But, yeah, I still don't trust the guy because, you know, people are so desperate to have somebody say something they like and relate to them in the spotlight. Yeah, and that, that like all yeah. these thoughts in my head are, are being thought of at once and what you guys are saying and, and you're nailing it on the head where. The thing I've noticed with people is just that, number one, the bipartisan, we can't help but talk about the left and the right. and. In a way, when you use people's words to kind of say, like, if you find something that Nicki Minaj says and she's classic, let's call it left, and she says something that you that the right is now going to be forced to identify with and say, oh, this is the right now, they're kind of taking the bad parts of what they want to see and put that into a group that you want to see it on. And it's kind of like, like what Patriot's saying. It's like, I don't know if they're just doing it because it's fun, but it's like you're making someone... Uh, think what like uh, you idolize someone in a certain way now you're going to flip that and you're going to make the other group idolize that person yeah. in a completely different way even if it's completely miscited because you're only signaling out that one thing Nicki minaj is the easiest example because it was like very much one way say the wrong thing you're on the other thing and now she's a bastion for the for the quote-unquote right that that seems a little bit i mean um, I even the whole thing with with uh jenner I mean, even that was a fucking joke. I mean, you know, people were like all of a sudden <coughs> pro Jenner because he was a Republican. But yet, like, you know, don't you realize a week or two ago, you probably posted a meme on Instagram making fun of trannies in the left? You know what I'm saying? And now all of a sudden, right? he said he's a Republican, you got fucking Trump tards and Q tards screaming about him or screaming about it, her, whatever you want to call it. And I'm like, so how, how did we get here? How did this happen all of a sudden? They're doing this stuff, and they are just laughing at how easily they sway people. They've got to just be laughing. Like, look at these idiots. Then, 
Jesus, their minds are putty. And this is a question that I've asked myself, just for if anyone uh, in my show, whoever's listening, who doesn't know who a lot of people are talking about when they talk of they. I think that that vague term of they worries people into thinking, like, oh, here you go, thinking about, but like we can mean so many different things. And I've been thinking about this even myself. And it's like, if we know like CIA or governments or like just intelligence agencies, a different company in times of war, use these tactics, right? So like, wh- who would be using it now? Like, is there the the, the question of the nefarious uh, uh, secret society? Is it a single entity? Is it just a rich elite like that who are just trying to do their, what in their minds is the good thing for nature? I'm always curious to know, is everyone talking about the same day or are we like putting that into its own basket, which is left for vulnerability for people to attack as an easy, that doesn't exist because you're just saying they. Well, it's hard to know. Uh, we'll never like, know. If people like, were. yeah, the, those, the real names we'll never know. So w- the names we know, Rockefellers, Rothschilds, the George Soroses and the Bush lines and all of that. We know those names for a reason. I've thought that like too. those are scapegoats, man. Like the people that actually control the world, we don't know their names. They come from far ancient bloodlines that have been deleting and restarting history for millennia. And above and beyond the Rothschilds. Oh yeah, dude. Okay, I mean, I'm not, I'm not that deep yet. You know what I'm saying? The, I'm just keep yeah. finding the Rothschilds name everywhere. But just like Bill Gates, like and everything about that. Like I always thought it was weird that you always found a source right you know what i mean it's like ah there it is there's the bad guy and it's like wow that's that's the you everyone answers to somebody right and we just never right. see how high that goes up yeah. well it's all it, it's all bloodline like once you really start digging into bloodlines all of these people are related in some way you know trump's related to hillary clinton obama's related to george bush like there there is a lot are you just saying stuff or is this like no like- no, 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 this yeah, is yeah, sorry. I like I'm saying, I'm real. like uh, grade two here still. I'm, I'm, yeah, man. Like, these people are all interconnected. I mean, you have people like, uh, who was that dipshit in California? Um, Newsom, Newsom, Trump's son, Donald Trump Jr., is like dating or engaged to his ex wife. Oh, wow, that's I didn't know that, like, man. Hillary Clinton married George Soros's nephew. Like they are all interconnected, all of them. You know, like, no, uh, Chelsea Clinton. Sorry, oh, Chelsea, all right. Clinton. Like, wait, Chelsea Clinton. Wrong. Sorry, <laughs> all those Clintons blur together. Yeah, but yeah. Chelsea Clinton married George Soros's uh, nephew. Oh, I had seen something about that. And then the Rodhams, if yeah, you look at the the bloodline that Hillary comes from, the Rodhams. The Rodhams go deep, man. Like, that's a powerful bloodline that goes way back. Well, the Windsors, so, too, is another family. Yeah, man, these these bloodlines go way back, but I think they're all connected to it, or at least controlled by either one other sect of the bloodline that's more pure uh, or something. But, you know, it's like all of these other bloodlines have the same agenda, but they're all fighting for control of it. So that's why you get the inner, you know, the inner turmoils of like uh, America, you know, trying to go to war with China. And it's because those are different bloodlines, but they're struggling for the power over the narrative, I guess, you know, this realm. But they all have the same agenda. I've been doing these shows with this guy and uh, he's an older fella from Texas. And he, uh, he is like an expert on the Pilgrim society, which I just found out about them like a year or so ago. And I did a couple of shows on them, but it was just like a cursory introduction just to, cause you can't find out that much about them. But anyway, they were like pre CFR council on foreign relations. They were like the group like 20 years before that. And it was all like these British elites. But he's tra- he's like traced their bloodlines from the time they started and even before that to the current time. And so much intermarriage within those very, very rich families. I mean, it's unbelievable. And a lot of times either the son would take the father's place when the father got too old or if the, they don't have sons, the son-in-law 
would take over. And a lot of these families, you know, like intermarried throughout all those years. And a lot of these people are in government now. The bloodlines are still in government. They're still in like the Federal Reserve and in these high places of power in huge companies. And it's really interesting. I mean, you could probably look for ever and connect these dots, uh, but uh, pretty interesting. That's yeah. so funny. It's like a real life Game of Thrones. That's all I can think of. You know what I mean? Right. Like, uh, really? Lannisters well, is, like, go mate with more Lannisters and then get someone in charge of uh, Pepsi. You know what well, I mean? That's, like, it's like, what? That's, <laughs> that's the thing, right? Is they tell us everything in the movies and in the TV oh, shows. They yeah. tell us everything. They just, I agree with they just veil it under this umbrella called entertainment. I can't you watch know? movies they or tell, TV anymore. They tell that's us one thing that's everything. been ruined for me. Yeah. Dude, I, I watch shows, but I watch them with a. I watch stuff, but I watch it with a much different eye now. Like I, I can't just suspend disbelief. You know, you don't have that. Uh, uh, Matt Landman talked about it on my show recently. He said when you go to the movies, you have this thing that's called suspension suspension of disbelief. So for a little while, you forget that you know the world exists and physics exists. Like yeah, that dude can fly, and th they can do this. Mm -hmm. Like. Um, well, that they want you to go think that way. So when you go into the movies, you're not looking at it as them telling you what's going on or what they want to do. Yes. But they are, that's where they're telling you the truth. So I guess a quick question for, for me, because once again, like I, I am in this, right. But a lot of the people I talked to would be like, oh, you see that. Like I said, this last time you see them black mirror, you see that on the movies. You're just talking about uh Spider-Man's multiverse theory or a uh, spoiler alert. But I was like, it, it, I, I haven't watched any of that. So I guess what was the moment each of you kind of like started seeing that or woke up to that? What was the like the 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 time that you started getting interested in in this kind of stuff? Or what was the first sign of what the hell? Well, I think my first what the hell was 9-11. Yep. Uh, and then I think it wasn't until like really 2009 that I really started like getting into like this stuff heavily. Maybe a little bit earlier. Yeah. Yeah, I think 9-11 woke a lot of people up. Yeah, it was the same for me too, man. It was like I followed the news. I'd never even watched the news until 9-11, you know? <laughs> and then I stayed glued to like CNN and Fox after work every day. And uh, I was like, finally, I was, like, after a couple of weeks, I was like, damn, there's a lot of difference between these two channels. I started learning about, you know, conservative and liberal and all that crap. And uh yeah, it was it was like t probably two thousand. Whenever Romney and Obama ran, to, you know, against each other, that was when I started waking up. I, I, right around that time, maybe two thousand twelve, and like seeing, I was like, okay, this there's more to this than just Democrat versus Republican. There's there's a mm -hmm. lot of shit that's not being told to us. Yeah, I remember what really made me believe that something was fucked up is that um. On you know on nine eleven I was working but uh, I was at a place where like we had the radio on, and they had like Howard Stern on in the morning, and he you know covered the whole thing because it happened while he was on. Supposedly he was able to see it from his studio or some shit, and I remember listening to that and then hearing it covered, and like I paid close attention and like was listening to the radio and like listening to the news because like it blew. It was I was like how the fuck did that happen twice? First of all. <laughs> You know, and so I'm listening and I actually do remember, I mean, you will see it in shows and stuff when they say that there was stuff on the news originally about thinking there was an explosions in the buildings and thinking all this weird shit happened. I remember hearing that because I was watching it so fucking close and then all of a sudden we get told some other fucking story. But that shit was real. There was some new <laughs> that did actually cover that shit and really say that shit oh I, yeah and you can't find that stuff they, yeah, they delete it's gone, it's gone. Yeah, that, that's the they, very very frustrating part that's they the will wipe that shit off the face of the earth dude there was the the example that i tell people about because it's the one example that i know that if i mention it most people don't remember it the fire department was, a, was the one saying that they heard explosions i remember that yeah. shit but there's really? a there was a school shooter training camp that was found in New Mexico in like 2015, 16, somewhere around there. Maybe it was maybe it was earlier than that. I don't know. Time has flown by really fast. So yeah. I don't remember when it happened. But uh, as soon as I saw it on the news, there was a school shooter training camp 
And I saw that and I was like, cover up, a cover up's coming. And it was in the news for just like a split second. The next day they were reporting on it after they found the school shooter training camp and the FBI and CIA or whatever, Homeland Security had all moved in and they were like the news showed that they had bulldozers and they were bulldozing the campsite. And it was just like, what the fuck? Like <laughs> there, there just no investigation in less than 24 hours. They had, they had completely wiped that place out and then it was never talked about again. And it turns out that the dude who was running the school shooter training camp, um, his dad was good friends with the Bush family. And so you just never heard about that story. It got wiped. Man, nine uh, eleven was fun for me as well, but I was too young. Like I think I was, uh, I'm a 30, 35. So I was in uh, junior high school. So it was yeah. weird. I'm also brown. I think we went over this. Both my parents were born in Pakistan. So I, I, I had a very fun childhood being blamed for 9 11. <laughs> right. So it's like, Jesus. in those days, you like, well, our successful Canadians and all. But we, but for the, right. like growing up, that you start looking into that stuff and then you just, you just kind of get wild. But almost when Patriot was talking, he's like, that's uh, Las Vegas for me. Is that a friend that was in Vegas and I was watching that all real carefully? And then to hear what like happened compared to what the police scanners were listening. Like I was listening to police scanners because I was like worried about my friend. And then it like that really just brought me to like before I was like, yeah, people lie about stuff. False flags are real. Like obviously that we've seen history of it. You don't have to be an idiot. Like that's been going on for ages. However, I didn't know like the, the extent of it. And, and then when that started, I started digging on that. That led me to like the Saudis owning the top four floors of the of the Mandalay Bay. Uh, the four seasons and uh, that led me into the Saudis, which was how I found out about the uh, Canadian connection to oil instead of buying it from, I don't know, us like ourselves, uh, we, we were buying it from Saudi Arabia and then it just led to a whole bunch of connections and the Gamashi thing came out and it's just, everything just started like just stinking. And now, and then that just peeled back a whole bunch of onion layers. And now it's like, I, I, I'm trying to understand how many more layers are in between me and the I don't want to say the average Joe, but people that are are still absorbed in the narrative. I talked to my sister. Shout out to Andrea. It's not a chance you're gonna watch this, but if you do, um, I talked to her and she is freaking out about Omicron. Like literally, she's like, "Are you worried you're gonna die?" I'm like, "No." Like I went, man. Like some very fun relationships with some ladies in Europe during the height of Delta. And I'm telling you, people don't care in high pop. Like it's 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 a mind perception. Not saying it's not real. Relax, but to to see her fear, having all the things involved, it's it's a little crazy. I'll say it's not real. Yeah, he said it, not me. <laughs> well, at least I'll see the way that and, it is, and I can prove it. <laughs> oh, I just it, it's I just I'm I'm tired of, of yeah. talking about it because it's like it's oh, yeah, wrapped man. up, right? It's like, well, my grandpa died. Did you say he didn't die? That's Dude, like, it's hard. Yeah, to, that's what I'm saying. It's Sorry. hard to get away like, from it. Yeah, like, it's I, impossible. I ran into somebody today who started talking about it, and I'm just like, like, if you want to be like, I just don't get what the end game is, right? Like, I'm cool with everyone being scared forever, but what's the end game? Like, do we do we scared for life? Because this is like, well, it's just, I mean? it's, like, just it's one fear or another. Crazy. They're just they're just pushing the fear level, you know, like like on their stupid charts where it's like level, it's like everything's red, like level five. Like they're just they're pushing towards just the height of fear. Yeah, yeah. You know, they're just continuing to push more and more fear, and it's always an invisible enemy. It's always something that you can't really. Mm -hmm place you know free floating floating fear but, right but see the the virus stuff is starting to wane so the climate change stuff is coming they'll talk they talked about aliens but aliens ain't coming they're not going to do that they're going to go climate change and so climate change is coming dude all you got to do is look at the sky i don't know where you live but man they they are messing with shit big time dude, what I, I thought i was going crazy tell me what you mean by that I've been I've been saying I've been looking at the moon lately and the moon hasn't been looking right to me. Like, Dude, it, the moon's it's moving. Like glowing. Bro. And I was the, like, it, this looks like I'm on my mushroom trip when I sorry, mom. But but when I saw everything in layers, 
and almost and you see like if, if you work with photoshop moon background i was like looking at it i'm like i'm in the multiverse dude the moon is crazy i've been watching the moon a lot lately actually um and i've seen it completely enveloped in in clouds on all sides um but it doesn't follow the same track in the sky like the sun does the sun you can predict where it's going to rise where it's going to go down and you can arc the the path through the sky because it's not 180 degrees apart people um it arcs through the sky and you can track it and trace it every day and you know depending on time of year it's going to either be moving south or moving north um like one degree a week but for the most part day to day it tracks in the same place and it's predictable the moon i've been watching and it doesn't do the same path through the sky every time you see it it's a different path every night hmm. like i've been Something going outside outside my front door i'm gonna turn around because i got a very good yeah. view over the mountains and i do so, see the moon in weird places and i'm always pick, wondering why it's not pick like a spot and make sure you're looking in the same direction every time and standing in the same spot and watch it dude like there were four nights that it it changed like a big part of the sky one night to the next and it was just like wait what is the moon doing over here that, like it was behind like, that it was behind that tree the other night <laughs> now it's right here like that's what so the funny you said that man my dad was over at my place and he was like we were like the moon was huge he's like i need to get a picture i'm like trust me my backyard is gonna be the bad like my uh, my balcony we're gonna take a picture and it just wasn't there it was like on the other side of my house and i'm like how is it well i guess that's just the way it is and i just left it at that yeah <laughs> and there's there during full moons here's another thing to think about talking about the moon during full moons the moon and the sun supposedly can be 180 degrees apart, blocked by the earth, but you'll still have a full moon. That's weird. Uh. <laughs> I see here, man, the trails have been unbelievable. And like, you know, everybody's sick. And I have to wonder yes, I know. if it's not some of the chemicals and stuff they're spraying. You know, Of course it is. Yeah. <laughs> That's what's making people sick, not some stupid ass virus. Like viruses don't exist; they can't make us sick that way. Uh, they have to do it another way. Uh, I mean, it's, this might sound a little out there, but I mean, you have to, have to realize that when you're looking at light, that as has at its own vibratory rate. I mean, mm -hmm. so when you're looking at the moon and you're seeing weird light than usual. That is a different type of vibratory rate that is reflecting down onto Earth. Yep. I don't want to get too out there, too occult or too, you know, conspiratorial, but I truly do believe that shit is the prison warden. I mean, when Pink Floyd wrote that Very song, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. The machine, that's exactly what they were talking about, the moon. Earth is a prison, bro. This was meant to to keep us here for whatever reason. This is a prison planet. Or yeah, I Rel realm, is the realm, not planet. But it's projecting the matrix that we're in, and when yeah, the yeah. light is fucked up, it's gonna fuck us up. Man. Hey, you, hey, here we're gonna blow this dude's mind. I think we're projections. <laughs> the stars that are in the sky are right. souls stuck yeah. in the firmament, and uh, we are just projections of them, and we're trapped here. That one's taking me a minute to process. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm, I get it. <laughs> you, know, you know how I, this is this is how i always look at it or like um my idea i guess of the matrix and it kind of goes almost close with bob uh like if you had like a light bulb hanging from the ceiling you would take like a spaghetti strainer or something and put it over it and it's just gonna shoot out all these tiny little lines now mm -hmm. you know the light bulb's been split up into separate you know little you know things and all those little things are being shot onto the floor like that's us Yep. You know, we have been separated from the source and being put into our own individual experience. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to read a really crazy book, um, <laughs> it's uh, it's kind of in the other direction. It's that we were we were spliced by aliens. Um, there's a book by Albert E. Potts called like uh, Genesis Experiment. I'm trying. I get it confused with Gary Wayne's book. 
As long as you get the author, I'll, I'll look it up. Uh, yeah. Albert, e. Albert E. Potts. Yeah, he retranslated Genesis, um, which is pretty interesting uh, what he did there. So check that out. He, uh, it, It's basically uh, genetic modification is what Genesis talks about, not God creating things. Um, yeah, there's a but I still think we're bothering me about you guys are talking about frequencies, right? Like on the on the mm-hmm. light of the sure, frequencies. Yeah, yeah. That's why but, we're affected by all of that stuff because we God. we too are just energy. I think the the movie Powder, if any of y'all remember the movie Powder, I think that was predictive programming because I think we can turn into pure energy. Yeah, and, and there was a, 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 a secret world of Alex yep. Mack where she can do that as a child. I had a super crush on Larissa Olnick as a kid. But this uh, this really weird thing happened to me today again. Today was a weird day, but like I, I was listening to an audiobook, uh, Diary of Anne Frank, which, once again, <laughs> I, I, like I'm doing it for my own personal reasons, right? Number one, a 12-year-old girl wrote that shit? You can't, all right. <laughs> All right, whatever. Our kids are dumb anyways nowadays, so they, that doesn't fall too far. But the, I was like listening to the book, and I just went like this. I was in my my like uh, having a bath, real lady like. But I put my phone to my ear, and I got this sharp like. And I listen to my music loud, Bose headphones all the time. Listening to an audio book, I had it like this, and it sent this like shock through my ear, and I cannot explain it to this minute. But my ear was ringing for like a while. And I'm and I've been noticing in other situations, I've been more sensitive to certain like frequencies, sounds, um, people talking with like a jarring effect on my ear. Am I going crazy? Is uh is your phone a 5G phone? Probably it's iPhone 12 Pro. Yep. Uh that thing is constantly pinging other 5G signals off of your phone. Because that's how the network works. 5G, well, 5G works. 5G waves are like millimeters tall. They're they're super tiny and they can't go very far. So they can't get tower to tower. So they have to bounce off of your phone. And mm-hmm. so your phone is constantly emitting EMF radiation constantly. To create the and, internet of things for all you people thinking this is 5G conspiratorial thing. I worked in the telecom industry. This is exactly yeah. how it works. It's, it's a so, network of devices that create yeah. shorter circuits. So you don't need those big towers. Five, out. 5G radio waves are so small, they can bifurcate cells. They can make cells split in half. And guess what's going to happen? If your cells start splitting in half, you're going to get sick. There's a lot of, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm no expert by any means, but there is a lot of evidence that talks about frequencies and how they affect your body in all kinds of different ways and of course we you know if we can't see it we don't really think that much about it but you can imagine all the waves in the air you know flying through our rooms right now and and Mm -hmm. outside and all that and it's got to be affecting us in in some sort of ways and and i think probably a lot of negative ways I, i know my wife She's been working in cancer now for nearly 20 years. And in the uh, about the last five or six years, the um, brain tumor rate has went way up. It's, it's terrible, man. I'm talking like 22-year-old guys getting brain tumors. It's, it's just uh, it's scary, really, to think about. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I thought was weird? And I think I brought this up to uh, Odd Man. I don't know. I probably even talked about this in the chat. You realize how many of us that do shows that use a lot of this equipment all got fucking sick around the same time with something? Except for you, Bob. Like you and I fucking think uh, my third eye. It was like, you know, I didn't get fucking sick. I don't get sick. The odd man. Yeah, me uh, I literally do not get sick. I'm a fucking incredible. I work out. I think I, I work outside. You know, as they say, sunlight is the best disinfectant. Oh. And I'm out in that sun, you know, seven, ten hours a day. So. I'm locked down in Canada with the threat of my life by my own citizens. But I just work out, and I don't know. I just not. I I just don't get sick. I really just. Do you can't do. How do do you go? Do you go to? Are you able to go to work? I I work. Nothing happening in Canada. Yeah, no. Um, like it's honestly insane. Like it's honestly insane. If I were to try to come to the states right now, like if I needed a funeral or anything, I physically can't leave the country. And uh, in Nova Scotia on the East Coast, they are 
uh, just released uh, the okay for private grocery stores to not let people in to, to buy groceries if they don't have the vaccine. So it's just, uh, it, it, like I said, it, it's hilarious to think Canada, the the free, like we're totalitarian central. And I think I explained last time to, to Patriot how like we have equalization payments. Like, you know what I mean? Like as all the province will make money and then we send it to the government and they split it up to the, to the uh, provinces that don't have as much money. So if Alberta makes more money and Saskatchewan doesn't, we send it all to this fund and then they equalize it. Kind of like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't know. So it's a fucked up place, man. If people like go and peel back the (sighs) Indian on Canada, like our racism is through the roof, uh, how we treat the the native population up here. Uh, We're we're a woke culture that vilifies and like wishes death upon people. Like it's a very Mm, backwards mindset and i say that with love to my fellow canadians but it's like more of the the perception of the once again i don't blame the people of like how we're we're meant to think like we're accepting of everyone so in that case if someone's not accepting of anyone like we'll attack them so it's kind of like hypocritical in, in some minor sense no, hard to explain makes yeah. sense oh yeah i mean god damn like when this is what happens when you give up your guns, folks. Like, <laughs> Jesus, the shit going down in Canada and Australia, you know, these like it's just insane. It's just insane. And I don't think people really yeah. understand like how, how it works. Because Canada, like, here's a good example, right? Because I actually know someone who works for an isolation camp in Canada, swear to God, you can't write this stuff, but it's a hotel, right? And like, when I talk to this girl, she's one of the sweetest girls on the planet and she like schedules it. And she's like, no, we help like homeless people get a room in so that they're not spreading it in the shelters. And it's a hotel. It's not like a, so it, it's hard to explain. Cause then everyone wants to draw like comparisons to like, uh, uh like if you say, oh, it's like, a, these are, these are camps. When have camps been good? And like, are you saying this is Auschwitz? Like it's a hotel. They get room service. Like, so it's, it's, we use like the modern day ways of taking away rights or changing things slowly, pushing back slowly and using Canadians like really good nature about them against them in ways that just seem acceptable. And it's like just constantly moving the goalposts and just making things yeah. slightly more acceptable. You're pretty, well, your, and, your fellow Canadian, um, Jordan Peterson said some shit about that. He was like, if I want to move you back, I'm going to come right up to you until you start protesting and then I'm going to stop and then I'm going to let you chill out for a little bit and I'm going to start advancing again (laughs) until you protest and then I'm going to stop and then I'm going to wait for you to chill out and then I'm going to advance again until you start protesting and by the time you realize it you're three miles away from where we started like and that's that's us that's humans like we've just allowed ourselves to keep getting pushed further and further back for whatever bullshit they were offering. And here we are like, and it, the, I think it at the, um, we're at the point where, where there's going to be a split, right? Like, so I, I, like I said earlier, I think there's, there are a lot of people that are just real close to saying fuck this shit and pushing yeah. back and how it seemed and, like it was going to be a civil war before and now it's like bordering on like a full-on fucking revolution because like as soon as you see donald trump on the tv pushing vaccines people got to say like oh this is the guy that i was like saying is coming to save me well he's saying the same shit as the other guy so like what it, and it and once again i'm not like i love how um how Abin says i'm not an expert in this shit i just talk about what i see and the way i perceive it and like, it's just weird to see like Donald Trump's son has split with his dad now and is going to join Robert F. Kennedy in the in the fight against vaccines. So it, it's even taking Trump now and saying like, what are you, you're splitting Trump up to, to, to get away. I just, I, I don't, and it all goes back to what you're saying about us creating these false idols in society and putting your, your faith in government or whatever. Everyone just is pulled to these two sides and you don't have a choice. You have to say left or right. You have to say that's left tendency. You have to say right. When like, once again, like, I don't believe in the system. I don't believe in a left and a right. I like genuinely believe in like people's group thinking, but like 
like you don't have everyone has left views everyone has right views like everyone thinks the government has a responsibility to some extent everyone thinks that people have should have human rights to some extent everyone like there's basic fundamentals that we all agree on but because of these idols that are pulling our thoughts into grand like grandiose ideas uh exaggerating it and making us like now that you're republican you're also a white supremacist those are the extreme examples that are crazy and you can see but that happens so much more if you're a republican like you think like whatever you think game like whatever it is to it's crazy because it takes away that individuality that's that's what's scary to me well that's what they want right they want to take away individuality they want everybody in boxes they want everybody pitted against each other because then we're not we're not focused on what we should be you know we're not we're not we're not focusing on who put us in the damn boxes <laughs> you know yeah they keep us separated so we won't notice that they're at the top together i think you know not every single one of them but a lot of them seem to belong to the same clubs or the same think tanks and policy oh. institutes and all that good stuff and and so i think they uh want to take the emphasis off themselves it's just like divide and distract you know they just keep playing that mm -hmm. game and uh like we were talking about earlier sometimes they just they kind of surprise us you know i kind of think the whole trump era was kind of a psychological warfare to see how they could control people what they could get away with how much they could push people one way or the other and now we're so divided it's like a president by saying one thing, he can control both sides, you know, mm -hmm. and that's that's freaking powerful, man. No, no man should have that much power over a country. And it seems like the president, you know, he even he, it's like I think he even our president um, and I think it's just we have a president as a divider in chief. I think that's his main goal. But uh, he even has influence in other parts of the world because people are kind of watching to see what's going on here because we were supposed to be that bastion of personal freedom. And I think it's affected not just our country, but other places as well. Yeah, I saw that, that the funny tweet and it was like uh, World War II ended when America came and, and ended it in Germany. Well, who's coming to save America from America? You know what I'm saying? And it's... Uh, it, it, uh, that was a, that was a fun one, but uh, honestly, that's I don't know if I've been overly black pilled over the last little bit because once again, there's positive where they wouldn't be doing all this if it wasn't working. But it, to see how deep all this stuff runs when you start digging it in anything, and if you don't, if you're someone out there who doesn't believe in, in everything, just go find something that you're an expert at and go dig deep enough, and you're gonna find something you're not gonna like. And to find out everything has some type of connection is. It, it's like almost suffocating when you when you put your thought to that. But there's a couple other things I want to ask you. Keep things light about about the president in in a, in specific. Apart from him being hologram, that's obvious. Uh, but like, there's a, a thing that I'm reading right now about aliens and how uh, Dwight Eisenhower actually was in contact with aliens, and that there was a different. But where do you guys stand on aliens? Um, yeah, I'll go last. <laughs> I don't know. What do you think, Adnan? Well, that's a tough one, man. Uh, I kind of find myself being kind of the uh, the outcast on this issue in the conspiracy world because I kind of don't feel like they're real. But then, you know, I, I'm open to it. I'm not completely closed-minded mm -hmm. to it. But um, I feel like there are some kind of dimensional beings that we can't see. Yeah. And maybe that's aliens. Maybe that's what that is. But um, I totally actually agree with you, Edmund. Yes, and that's what I, where I was lending as well. Yep. I'd like to hear you expand on that because aliens, I, I kind of set us up with a bad, with a bad. Like we're all picture. We all had that picture of it. Like I'm not saying like that, but like what do aliens look like? Is it just a form of consciousness, X whatever? So I don't know, man. I mean, I wish I knew more about it. You know, when people do DMT, and, I, and I, I've never done it, but you know, you have these these large groups of people seeing the same things, these, these gray, you know, these gray beings, um, you know, could they be seeing uh, aliens? Could that be aliens uh, or is that just some other type of creature or, or is there something that, you know, maybe science hasn't figured out it, that when we take DMT, it makes us see specific things. Everyone sees the same thing. But I, I do know that like there was this book in the sixties called the report from iron mountain. And this is one thing that's made me skeptical. 
especially with all the talk with aliens, you know, here lately in the last few years. So they had this uh, plan that if the populace ever got too far out of hand, they were going to fake an alien invasion to bring everybody back around. And that uh, was supposed to be from government insider, that book. I don't remember the guy's name. Then they claim, well, no, no, it wasn't. That was just that they were just saying that to, to get publicity. But now, now people have looked back and said, no, the things that they were talking about in that book could not have been known by somebody who wasn't on the inside or had inside information. And then if you go back and look at Reagan, there's two or three times where he's giving a speech and he just brings up, well, you know, yeah. Yeah, I'm paraphrasing, but if we were to have, say, an alien invasion, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, an extraterrestrial alien invasion, that would bring everyone together. I'm like, where is this coming from? I mean, he just brought that up out of the blue. So it's like, is this they went crazy guy instead. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So I feel like they do have that on the back burner. I don't know. I mean, man, some of these holograms are so realistic. It's crazy. So it's going to be hard for there's, us to know. There's a, I think it's, I think it was a kid's movie or something where, um, it's like a bunch of drones form this hologram. Like each drone has like a piece of this hologram. That's this bigger thing. And it shows like the spaceship coming in and explosions and everything, but it's all hologram. Um, it, I guess, except for the explosions because the, the drones can actually fire and shit. So, but it's just a hologram of this thing and it's coming in and destroying stuff. And I think it's going to be something like that because they are, again, they yeah. already told I mean, us. You even think of it this way. I mean, pretty much with COVID, you don't have to see it. Uh, honestly, they could easily just film a fake one and put it on the news. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The moon landing. Our house. The moon landing. I refuse to believe that's real. No, the moon landing's all bullshit. People would believe sure. that and not leave their house, and that's all they would have to do. They would just have to fake it and put it on the television. Yeah. yeah, and that's very true. And same with if if we go down into the metaverse and things like that. And that's where it's like I, I it's so tough going into any type of anything anymore because now. And I think that was a quote from a Russian KGB guy where he's like, "That's how you'll know the disinformation." Uh, I, campaign is going through because everyone will believe everything's fake and I, i'm in that place like i'm reading a book uh, by william cooper called behold a pale horse you know, kind of the classic conspiracy one right, right. but it doesn't take to like, just go look at the guy's background he's like he was in cia and government well it's like well that's already tainted like you know what i mean for me that's already like I, I have to be careful now right on everything so when they go into aliens and stuff like that is it hard to believe i don't know it's about as hard to believe as certain crazy uh, diseases that go out but at the same time like it's just so tough to get an understanding of who would be telling the truth who's trying to profit who's uh, psyops and uh like the the alien one is just like it's number one it's sexy it's tantalizing so a lot of people would want to go with it but it's like if you think of it as kind of how you're saying interdimensional beings or different frequencies or whatever and uh, communication potentially beyond our own Sorry, I just it opens up everything, and it's kind of tough to to navigate through these waters for me. There's there's a lot of money in uh, the whole you know alien uh, kind of thing going on now, so that makes me kind of question who's in this for real, who's actually trying to get down to the truth, and who's just making a killing off of it, like Tom mm -hmm. DeLong and and some of these uh, other guys, just, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. Fucking Tom. An interesting Damn one. it, He's Tom. actually like now involved, I believe, in a government UFO program. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Yep. What the fuck? Like, okay. Like, yep. you know who's, like fuck all you uh, scientists Oof. out there. The head of our government-ran billion-dollar organization is the lead singer for Blink-182. And it's like, what? <laughs> so well, I have seen the... I have seen the pics of him, uh, if they're not Photoshopped, they look real, where he's in a Freemason lodge beside two guys that have the, they're, they're in the, like they've got their uniforms or whatever you want to call it on in, the, in their aprons. And he's only, I think he's only got an apron. He's like in his street clothes. But it is weird when you think about all these astronauts who were Freemasons. It's like there's some kind of weird connection to that. And like NASA, uh, NASA. Mm -hmm. 
the NASA rabbit hole goes deep, man. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's what fucked up the flat earth theory for me. It's like I to this day, it's like I'm I will not say I, if I believe it's flat earth or if it's a if it's hurtling through the galaxy. I can tell you one thing. NASA's fucking corrupt. Like that's one yeah. thing we can unequivocally say. I work on a green screen. This isn't a real night show talk set. This is a green screen. I know one when I see one. And like, oh man, they have some fun stuff. Like real fun stuff that's uh going in imagination land. So NASA's a, a good one. Yep. I think so it's, yeah, I think it's this, all money laundering. Like my my wife Using has a, my yeah. wife has a quote that she says all the time. Uh one lie exposed is enough to question every truth. And so like that. Like once once you like this is just an inevitable end. We're all hurling towards an inevitable end, like us, the can the conspiracy theorist, which I have changed and tried to coin intellectual explorer instead, because that's all we are. We're just we just keep digging. We explore all of this stuff until we find the truth. But we're just like once you start picking at all of this stuff and it's one and then another and then another, you know, then you start questioning everything because it, after a certain amount, the preponderance of evidence you're just like, okay, it's all bullshit. It's all bullshit. And then you just start digging into everything. And it's just like, it. and then you find lies in everything. <laughs> it's just like, okay, this is all bullshit. Everything, everything. is bullshit. That's everything. what I'm, like, I'm finding out right now. And I guess my question to, to help my sanity is where do you stop? You I don't even right think now? the Civil I, War I happened. Figure out how, how, like, it goes deep, man. Like, it goes real, real, real deep. And everywhere so it's like it's so hard it's like i don't like uh bill hicks had this funny bit where he's like it's all just a ride i don't know if you've seen that bit it's all just a ride and you can you find out you can get off at any time but the people that have been on long enough who are like been beaten up by the ride they start telling people that it's just a ride and then we kill them (laughs) so it's like i don't like you know what i mean like I i don't know if like people are meant to be woken up to a certain degree like where our place is like, cause I know a lot of people who, who are like you say, conspiracy theorists, just like the people hoping that I'm locked in my house forever. They go with it with the best intentions. They're not going, hoping I die. They're hope they think that maybe in their mind, it, it's contagious that I'll kill. Some, like, you know what I mean? It, they don't go with it saying like, I hope that, uh, Steve dies. Everyone goes with their best intentions. So <sighs> I don't know. It, 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 <laughs> The world's fucked. And yeah. you know what they say, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. you're right, man. Uh, you're totally right. I, t- I get so down on people, but then I try to remember that those people have been fooled and a lot of them think they're yeah. doing things for the greater good and all that. So it's tough, man. Yeah, You know, you, the, the old saying, a fool in their money is easily parted, but a fool in their mind is easily parted as well. Because, you know, when you can be duped so easily, like, you know, I, I was listening to um, I was listening to something and they were talking about flat earth and they were like, look, man, like because somebody was like, well, why would they lie to us about the globe? And it was like, look, if they can convince you that a flat earth is a ball hurling through space, they can convince you of anything. Yeah. And even if that's too hard to believe, I, like my basic thing that I love to bring in like a lot of normal people into thinking is what uh, Patriot said. He's like, it's just a justification because you should, if you go check their budget and how much money they get a year, it's fucking insane. And like $52 million a day. A day. Is, NASA, is NASA's budget. $52 a million dollars a day. That's insane. So if you understand like it, it, it doesn't have to be nefarious. It doesn't have to be like, oh, they're trying to like, why would it's just, it's money. Money's always the bad I, guy. I have, a, I have a spectrum that I tell people about. I say, okay, there are people ruling the world. We all know this. It's not a secret. There are people ruling the world, whether it's governments or whatever. And it's corporations. I mean, it's easy to see that corporations control governments. Governments control people. And it's just a, that's just a factual line, right? So we have this spectrum. And they're either at the very most innocent of this spectrum, they're doing it for money. And then you go from there to, you know, lizard people from the inside of the earth controlling everybody and eating babies. 
you know, like that's <laughs> that's the other side of the spectrum. But at the most basic side, at the most innocent, it's just a bunch of tyrannical oligarchs controlling everybody for money. Like, yeah. I tell you, man, and I know it gets boring and monotonous for people, but you know, I started looking into the Council on Foreign Relations, and that's one of the most popular, you know, conspiracies for for older conspiracy heads. But you know, I wanted to take it deeper than anybody else, and, and there's a lot of books on it. You know, and it's all well documented. You know, they started it 1921. These guys infiltrated into every good position, every powerful position in government, and, and especially the State Department and the military. But then they're also in the uh, they're in the media. They're in a academia. They're in uh, like a lot of people who are either former or current high level government members are, are members of the council on foreign relations. It, they're in every presidential administration, regardless if it's Republican or Democrat. And like Biden's got over 20, but when I, I started looking into all these interconnected groups, because this one book that I've got, this guy, Servando Gonzalez, he has documented a bunch of the other groups that are started by the CFR. They just have different names. And I was able to find a whole bunch more that he didn't even talk about. And they're in every, they're even, there's even one in Russia. There's one in Germany. In fact, the, uh, the chairman of the one in Germany is a former CNN um, I forget what she did at CNN, but she did something in, in the background and she's not even German, but uh, there's one in Afghanistan. There's one in Iran. How are they getting these, these globalist think tanks in these countries that are supposed to be our enemies? And you know, those countries probably don't want globalism either, or at least you would think they wouldn't. And so it just looks, uh, and also they even have them in a lot of these bigger cities. There's like 90 some odd world affairs councils, which is just the same thing as the Council of Foreign Relations. It was started by John Foster Dulles, who's Alan Dulles's brother. And those two are like Oof. two of the most evil men in the world. They started yeah. the OSS and the, and the CIA, basically. So anyway, long story short, they've got these connected groups all over the world and even in our bigger cities. And they are able to make decisions. They're, they're able to push policies from the local level to the state level to the national level and to the global level and they can all communicate. And so, and here's the other thing I'll say quickly too. Another thing that makes them very, very important is they have all the humongous corporations and banks in there too. Like in the States, they got BlackRock and Larry Fink and Vanguard and Google and Facebook and ExxonMobil. And, and, and you can even go on there and see them. You just go to their corporate members. So to me, that's where government and the huge corporations and banks come together. And that's freaking powerful, dude. And nobody even talks about it anymore. You know, it's, it's, it's kind of well, weird. Like it's laughed off with the Illuminati, right? It's like, yeah. all you say is like, ah, oh, well, they're the Illuminati. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. These guys think this. And it's like, when you just say it's, it just takes pretty much open research to just go look at the, the names of the companies, call it whatever you want. Purple unicorns, death eaters, Harry Potter, what star Wars, dark side, whatever you want. Like, name yeah, it stop. that's Where that's the easy way to discredit you right mm -hmm. like it's it's the lazy way to win an argument without having to do anything oh whatever you just think it's the illuminati for sure and i don't right. even worry you about know, the argument it's, it's such a lazy about argument the general the general public like just not even given the time of it right because there's people that like my big thing is like once you see something you can't unsee it right like my that's why i blessed that joe rogan and dr peter mccullough thing is there's people that are seeing things now that are like, holy shit, I never saw this, even though everyone on the planet has been screaming it at me. I, I'm seeing it now. So it's when you were going to uncover that, uh, like, that's what I'm just wondering. Like, it doesn't seem like like people are going to uncover that on their own and it's set up to like laugh it off. Like you said, I 100% agree. We talked to someone about it. It's argument. It's laugh it off. But I'm just talking about like just people discovering shit on their own. But I've lost faith in people. Like, oh. They don't want to be woken up. I mean, you know, bread and circuses, right? Like, um, but now it's, you know, internet and delivery food. Like, as long as people can get their food delivered to their door and they can get online and, you know, check out their Instagram and their Twitter and their TikTok and whatever, they just don't care. Netflix and chill and you can have uh, 
wine and liquor delivered to your door and you can order astro glide on amazon and what else do you need man <laughs> adamandeve.com always have 50 percent off exactly free delivery you know people people say you know that the the metaverse is coming it's already here Totally. It's already here. People already live in a completely fabricated re reality. You can see oh, them. Have you they, seen that? They've branded themselves with two masks and rubber gloves. Like those people don't live in the same world we do.